Disclaimer. In this story, we will be discussing kidnapping, murder, and sexual assault. This chapter may be triggering for some listeners. This will be the only warning, so please do not listen if you are sensitive to this topic. Well, I should start by saying I'm back. What's up? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um... I've like been singing to myself and it's been a while since I have I think that's why. Um I guess I just wanted to also add in that we didn't have in the disclaimer that, you know, like trial is still kinda like Oh. Actually not even trial, uh, investigation is still really? going on for this one. So, you know, nobody's uh nobody's guilty yet. But there is somebody who has been charged. And I'm mostly going to be talking about this case because of, like, some weird stuff going on. And, like, the community seems pretty pissed off. Like, just that, like, things are being handled the way that they are. That seems to be very common right now in true crime cases. But right now, I believe how they're feeling is that it is racially motivated. Which, like, is honestly, like, again, like, that does obviously happen but it seems like it's like being like covered up a little bit who knows like in what way it's being covered up some people think like like a specific news channel is somehow involved um and then of course they also think maybe like an officer or something like that is interesting involved somehow I have no idea what case this is, so... Um. Yeah, and we'll get into that a little bit more in a second, but I think we wanted to take a moment to talk about our buy me a coffee, right? Yeah, just some of the little tweaks and changes that we've come up with, and uh, not a new direction that we're going, but just some... Additives. Additives, yeah. We're adding. We're, we're growing. We're so grateful mm-hmm. for everybody who's already subscribed. Like, thank you guys so much. Um, but, you know, it's it's a forever growing thing for us. And if we can continue to get more listeners, more subscribers, that allows us to upgrade our equipment and do all the things that, like, we want to do mm-hmm. one day. So um, the link, I think, will be... In yeah. The show notes. Yeah. So I guess what it is, the website is actually called Buy Me a Coffee. Mm-hmm. But um, when you get on there, you can choose if people are buying you a coffee or a beer or whatever. whatever. We've chosen to have buy us a book. So and they're strictly donations. So you you can subscribe to that site monthly if you want to, but just like a one of um, donation five dollars, ten dollars. I think the lowest is three dollars, but Anyways, you can click on the link and go there and donate. We're actually trying to um, raise enough money to buy some new equipment and stuff to keep growing our podcast. And then there's also going to be a Patreon yeah, for some bonus content and we fantastic do have ideas that Bree's come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're back to deliver it all. Luckily, Char kept the boat afloat while Barely. I was gone. I didn't, I didn't say it was sailing, but it was floating. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was so bad. It was so bad. And I, I mean, I just like to add that um, I know that there were a couple of episodes where the editing was trash. 
and that's because I had never edited before. So, um, and that is because trash is what trash does. <laughs> and I mean, I every story that I've written, I've written it to have Brie here to talk about with as I'm going through the information. So, to me, it all came out very dry and very boring because there should have been a second person um, reacting to it. <clears throat> but as it was, I did my best. The editing didn't work out so good for me. So, a couple of the cases. Um, we're going to do like a revisit on them. Recap. Like I didn't listen to those episodes. I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to them because I didn't have time. I was so busy. Like, so you can tell me the story. We can re-record and we can go through that. And the two that I've chosen to re-record, I know that you are not familiar with them. So mm-hmm. I'm not. It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be fun. It'll be perfect. So. Getting into it, this story is uh, its a book that's going to be kept open and going, even after today's episode. But for now, let's get into the case that I think does not have enough coverage and that I'm sure the community also thinks. Let's start by saying that the initial victim we will be discussing is pretty much anonymous. I think I feel like I was lucky enough to even find her age. Um, so no name released, but I can state that she was 22 years old at the time of the crime. Uh, not a hundred percent sure, but by looking at the community posts on Facebook from people in the area, it does appear that the victim would have been African-American and we will get more into that after, but that's not confirmed. It's just, it really is seeming like maybe these victims were being racially targeted. Targeted. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Are we talking about a potential serial killer here? We are, technically, yeah, from what the community thinks. Interesting, okay. So, on the morning of Friday, October 6th, a woman, who was reportedly a nurse, opened the door to a screaming and desperate girl. The woman lived in the Excelsior Springs neighborhood in Missouri and heard the girl screaming for help outside. When she let the girl inside, she was shocked, obviously, at her attire and state. The girl told her that she had been held captive since September. So, again, that was the morning of October 6th, so about a month. The nurse called 911 right away. The victim had been kidnapped from Kansas City in September. Oh. Are you aware of this one? Kind of? Yes. Of this particular story, yes. And I heard rumblings of possible others and i haven't heard anything since so okay okay i'm on board i got you okay um so when police arrived they found the 22 year old woman wearing latex lingerie is what some people are reporting that is some people are saying it was more of like a trash bag Mm -hmm. um and a metal collar around her neck with a padlock the woman also had duct tape around her neck Probable cause documents show she told officers that a man by the name of Timothy picked her up on prospect at the beginning of September. Now, I would like to add that Timothy has a son. So some people are kind of thinking that, do you remember that Criminal Minds episode where that man uses his little boy to capture women and then makes that woman like serve them and stuff? They, yes. They're relating this case to that. They think that Criminal Minds, like, like this guy maybe had that idea. Oh, really? Like, to you, because he has a young son. So they're wondering if maybe they 
that he used his son hmm. to get these women to agree to, you know, get in his truck or whatever. And Gary Ridgway, the Green River killer, did the same thing. He would show prostitutes pictures of his son or mm-hmm. like like show his ID. And on the flip side was a picture of his son to kind of gain their trust to get them into the tr- truck, even though there was a known serial killer hunting. Yeah. So she also said that this Timothy kept her in a small room in the basement that he had built. This part is starting to give me um, Castile, Castile vibes, Ariel Castile. Oh, Castro. Castro. Yeah. Kidnapped those girls, yeah. had the rooms, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Also, though, giving a little bit of you vibes, Joe. Room in the yeah. basement built. Totally. So creepy. So who knows where this guy got his ideas from? Mm -hmm. Um, So he built that room. She said uh, she had been restrained with handcuffs on her wrists and ankles. Neighbors did notice the ligature marks. Police noted them as well. Um, Police also said, you know, she had obvious signs of having been just restrained in general, but also wounds to her back, Mm -hmm. Um, which she did say that she had been whipped and raped while she was held captive. So wow. horrible. Ugh. She uh, she also said she managed to break free from Timothy when he left to take his young son to school. This woman was taken to the hospital for treatment, obviously, while in the ambulance on the way to the hospital to be treated for all of those injuries. Mm-hmm. The woman pointed to a home the ambulance drove by, saying that that was where she was held against her will. She pointed um, at the home that was later identified as belonging to Timothy. The really important part here and why the case will remain open for a while is that she stated there were other victims, especially to the neighbors. So where the police are pretty tight-lipped, the neighbors have been talking a little bit more. And they said, like when she was yelling for help, she said, my friends didn't make it. Like... Oh. He killed my friends. Wow. My two friends. This is totally a different story. Oh. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) But again, like this woman has been completely silent and police aren't saying that they have, they're saying that these are practically rumors. They're like, we haven't found anything that confirms that. But the neighbors are like, she said that. That's what she fucking said. I will say that a body does show up that is uh, pretty suspicious. So something does feel off. Like if they're not willing to say that they're investigating to try and see if like there were other women involved, but then this thing that I'm going to get into happened, like it's like, dude, it's not making y'all look good at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the neighbors who helped the woman by calling 911 and sheltering her until police arrived did tell news stations that she had obvious injuries and was terrified. Sierra Tharp specifically said that her grandmother gave the woman food and a blanket and brought her inside of Tharp's home. According to court documents, first responders had to remove the padlock from the metal collar because it was actually like restricting her breathing. So like it was that tight. When investigators searched the home where Timothy lived, they say they found a room in the basement consistent with what the woman had described. Law enforcement brought a cadaver dog to the property, but have not released any results of the canine search or honestly any of the other searchings that they did for like a long time. They must have tore that place up. 
During the investigation, crews boarded up windows and put a fence around the home. Um, Investigators by that point had already executed like a normal search warrant at the property for several days. So why did they board up the like home after already searching for a couple of days? It makes me wonder if the people in the community were, you know, wanting to look or take things under their own. Probably. People will go in to, I mean... It's sick and disturbing, but they want to go and see crime scenes and stuff for themselves, right? Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of community members in this one who are, like, from what they're saying is they have been talking about a possible serial killer for a while, but they're feeling like the police are saying, well, there's no missing people reported. So report missing people, and then maybe we can look into it. Gotcha. But who knows? Neighbors previously said they are concerned about the possibility of other victims due to those comments that the victim who escaped made. So the police are examining evidence recovered from the home to investigate if other crimes were committed, obviously. According to an application for a search warrant, investigators asked the court to seize a 10 by 10 by 16 inch safe and its contents. Any evidence related to illegal sexual acts and felonious restraint. I'm guessing this is where they found, like, ropes, restraints, whips. Interesting. But that's what they were looking for anyway. They were also looking for any other weapons. Which is... He made a whole basement, so, like, a huge container to lock shit down. Look at, like, Rex uh, Hewerman, the Long Island serial killer. He's the guy that they arrested, and I know you're not familiar you're not familiar which blows my mind but anyways (laughs) we did an episode on that one um when they were doing the search of his house they found a room in the basement he had over like 200 guns down there behind a locked door and people were calling it like a soundproof room but it tech i mean the police said it wasn't a soundproof room it was just a like a large large safe with 200 guns in there oh so kind of like the same idea, just a giant space mm-hmm. behind a big locked door. Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I mean... But common for all serial killers to have their own space locked away from family or, you know, it's just their... His son. Yeah, it's just their space. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is allowed in there. Well, um, the house that the woman pointed out, so Timothy's house. For funsies, I thought I would include the address. (laughs) (laughs) Docs is us. It was none other than 301 Old Orchard Street, Missouri. So, just saying. (laughs) Don't go there. (laughs) Don't go around there. You're definitely not promoting visiting 301. No, I'm saying don't go to 301. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Um, Police noted in charging documents that officers set up at the house waiting for the suspect to return after, obviously, taking the victim to the hospital. About an hour after the initial 911 call was placed, Timothy pulled up in a gray Dodge Ram pickup. Officers conducted a felony traffic stop. Timothy was taken into custody on a unrelated animal control violation. The details of that violation have yet to be released, but they are just part of 
a past like criminal record i guess charges slash whatever hmm. they just they used any excuse that they could to pick them up okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 that's the way i see it. okay um police were seen on video from the news chopper nine going through trash bags outside the home for evidence and police did say on that scene like before they completely started like shutting their mouths that um quote she made mention of other victims but there are no signs of them at this time that we have found so they also confirmed that this woman was saying there were other people weird right so timothy at that time was charged with first degree rape first degree kidnapping and second degree assault he entered a plea of not guilty Police shortly after put out a release stating that they were looking for a witness named Janie Crossdale. This is when things start getting extra weird, honestly. July 30th, 2023. So just the other week. Like, wow. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like this book is going to be open because this is happening yeah. right now, people. Still like we need to we need to sound the alarm right now. Mm-hmm. Um Police release information about this witness. A kayaker found the remains of Janie Crossdale inside of a blue barrel with a lid along the Missouri River. <laughs> to me, coincidences like that don't happen. The more I look into different true crime cases, the more I realize that, yeah, they do, but it still doesn't take away from how suspicious it is and how police should be connecting those dots what i think is that maybe this is one of the friends that this woman states Mm -hmm. was her friend Mm -hmm. maybe she didn't even know her before they were both being kept in the basement or whatever but the fact that one dead body is already shown up tells me that like she's not going to be lying about a second one yeah that that's how i see it anyway obviously nothing's confirmed um, and he has not been charged yet. So mm. with that, anyway, um, the Missouri State Highway Patrol confirmed Crossdale's remains were found in June of this year along the Hills Island chute of the Missouri River in Saline County. Blue barrels were in the driveway of Timothy's Excelsior Springs home when KMBC shot video of the crime scene in October of 2022. And what I read from that is the blue barrels, like, it was hard to see, but, you know, they were maybe not exactly the same from what they could see, but they were but very still, similar. still, you don't see blue barrels in every, every yard, Thank right? You, right? Right. Yeah. And you'd think that would be enough evidence to lay a charge, though. So yeah, well, I mean, that, that would raise reasonable cause to, like, ask for, I don't know, search if- warrant for more... To search for more evidence or... Wouldn't the blue barrel and the statement from a witness be enough, yeah, though? That right there. Her 100% saying, that is a probable cause to... Yeah. 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 So what is You'd going think. on? You'd think. Um, so, yeah, it made me wonder if Janie was the friend slash friends that the unknown woman was maybe talking about. But I guess investigators do not believe Crossdale and the woman who escaped knew each other or saw each other last year. Hmm. Like, that's kind of what they're saying. 
Police are thinking that Janie had contact with Timothy before the unknown woman escaped, but the timeline is currently unknown. So they were wanting to talk to this Janie because maybe she went through something with him Mm. or could have seen... Like, there's a reason. There's a reason why they were looking for her. Investigators notified Crossdale's family about her remains being found after previously requesting dental records from the family. So... Common. Unfortunate, but common. Common, but I guess I just wanted to point out that, you know, like the decomposition was already started. Like, who knows? Maybe there was... Maybe parts were... If it was in a bucket, in a barrel, there might have been something else in the barrel. Hello, Jeffrey Dahmer. That, I know, right? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe he was using something to... Mm -hmm. And that could explain why they're saying that they haven't found any evidence of other crimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Last... Sorry, what? I just, I don't understand how, why things have changed so much in the past, I don't know, 40 years or so. Whereas news outlets, even police, could not wait to get details out to the public to help them solve the case. Like, I remember, and everybody probably remembers watching news clips of them taking barrels out of Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Mm -hmm. And during that news clip, we found out that they were body parts of numerous men that were in that muriatic acid um, inside his apartment like we knew that he had body parts in his freeze you know what I mean so yeah. for them not even to be coming out and giving any details or confirming same barrel or do you know what I mean no they're instead they're, not, they're like fighting against it if anything yeah. and they have said like we are we aren't coming out and saying this stuff so that we can keep like the um integrity the trial, of the the investigation. Inter- yeah exactly but it's like I get that, but I can still you can still release certain information and keep the integrity. That's why that's why back in the day, you know, they'd hold on to a couple of pieces of information. Exactly. To me, it's getting suspicious how tight lipped Mm -hmm. certain cases get. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how are we not supposed to be suspicious Mm -hmm. of however they're handling it if they're not if they're afraid to that's right show what they're doing fully. And I'll forever go back to old cases, other cases. Look at Delphi. Mm-hmm. Had they not have been as tight-lipped, they would have figured out that they missed that tip two weeks in. Yeah. Those families wouldn't have had to go through hell and still are going through hell for over six years now. Yeah. Had they just released more information, they would have found out about Rick Allen's Though, tip a lot sooner. I will put some fucking onus on Rick's family as well. Oh, 100%. Because you look at that bridge video now 100%. and you're not telling me that you haven't fucking seen that and you're in that area 100%. and you know that your husband or whatever has that coat and that mm-hmm. body shape and everything and walks that bridge. Like, get real. And in my opinion, on them <gasps> has changed recently because of her comment at his last hearing, um, he's my person. So she's still supporting him. That raises suspicion on my behalf. But anyways, I'm sorry. Whatever. Continue. <laughs> so last week, the Clay County Prosecutor's Office filed a motion to increase Timothy's bond on the existing case saying on or about July 30th, 2023, the Clay County Prosecutor's Office was provided details of an ongoing investigation which impact the present case and cause greater concern for the safety of the community than had previously been addressed. 
defendant's current bond is insufficient to ensure the safety of the community and the victim and accordingly his current bond should be increased which i believe before this it was a million dollars and to me even though the police are saying you know rumor 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 these are just rumors that says to me this woman was found dead and now he is a bigger threat okay so you guys think he did it like right right so there hasn't been like a because usually they will release a probable cause affidavit or an arrest warrant or something there hasn't been anything like that released that explains what evidence the police have to arrest this guy we get into a little bit more information after because his charges and stuff do change a little bit okay So again, police are remaining tight-lipped about any potential evidence found inside the home. Since Timothy's arrest, police have fenced off the area around the home and boarded up all of the doors and windows, which I find would be maybe a little weird if they didn't find something else. Yeah. I don't know. It seems really weird. Unless people are going in there and trying to take certain mementos or souvenirs or even taking pictures or you know what I mean maybe neighbors like have been watching and they said that they watched the police like take out dozens of bags of evidence Mm. so them saying that there's no evidence of other stuff just feels weird to me yeah um and police did confirm that they recovered numerous items and are examining them to determine if other crimes may have occurred so like maybe maybe they're just still looking maybe they haven't found it yet um but what about you know the other victims police and the clay county prosecutor's office had issued statements saying authorities have found no evidence of other women involved period but then like i mean that contradicts itself alone when they're asking for a woman witness like i don't know it's weird the prosecutor's office has put out a call for fresh leads in the case asking anyone connected to the case to call excelsior springs police so to me you know i'm wondering do they think that maybe what this woman is saying is true are they maybe looking into it as much as they can but are they getting stopped at a certain point because there's not women being reported Reported missing missing. and i mean one post from somebody in the community that i read they were kind of referring um to and i don't know like to me this sounds like a nicer community i would think like excelsior springs sounds nice but they did use the word hood a couple of times so you know they're feeling like they're not getting the recognition due to perhaps poverty maybe or something like that i'm not too sure the i mean this day and age i think it would be rare for somebody to not be reported missing unless they were a drug addict and nobody knew they were missing or a or it was typical for them to go missing for correct um correct bouts of time but i don't think the police anymore and i can't say for sure but i don't think the police typically tell people they're just a runaway or they're probably out partying you know what i mean they used to do that a lot but i i i think that there's i think that that's definitely going to be situational to the cop 
to the police officer. I've heard yeah, that they don't for like them being to actually saying it. I just I don't know, man. There are those like there are those cops that get like fired because they like they forget that they're being they're, recorded they're or old something. Schoolers and they're just setting their ways. Or young do. pups who think that they're the shit. It happens everywhere. It just yeah. depends on how their brain is wired. That's right. And their um, reasoning for getting into policing in the first place. True. Some of them, it's a total Revenge. power trip. Yeah. Revenge. Mm-hmm. Some of them actually want to help, but some of them don't. Some people are like racists. <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you have a badge on. If you're a bad person, you're a bad person. Exactly. Um. So. Excelsior Springs police have noted in media briefings that they've heard the same rumors floating around on social media that we've kind of been through here. So far, they've said they found no additional victims. And in response to the floating around freaking rumors about Kansas City and like the serial killer, because that's where this woman got picked up and that's where they're thinking that people are going missing. They said that the rumors were unfounded. A video posted to social media claimed a serial killer was targeting women in the community. In the video, posted to TikTok and shared to other social media platforms, of course, a man claims information from the community says four, quote, black girls have been murdered in Kansas City and three more have been reported missing, all in the span of a week. The video referenced Prospect Avenue, and that's where she got picked up, where the, so, like it's it's too much of a coincidence to me yeah. that is the, that's where this comes in it's like okay it could just be like some random person making a video and being like a crazy pants but it's too much of a coincidence to me <laughs> i know that coincidence has happened and it can get shocking you know keg and klein and the fucking delphi like i know that that can happen and yeah. stuff but i think it's just very important sometimes to listen to the community or again when they have things to say the long island serial killer there's the gilgo four but there's 11 bodies in total that were found in on that Holy same crap. yeah but he's only charged with three soon to be four and there are a lot of people out there who believe that was a different killer who did the other nine or eight or whatever it is. I'm just saying coincidences happen. They're very unlikely. I think I'm on your page with this one. It's a little weird. It's unlikely. It's unlikely. It's weird. Yeah. Um, this is just a quote from police regarding the rumors and kind of the social media. I don't even want to say attack because there's not enough people to call it an attack like this is like barely anybody posting and trying to bring like attention to this they said we are aware of the social media posts circulating regarding the murder of four women in kansas city missouri in the past week at the hands of a serial killer and the report of three additional women missing we want to make the public aware this claim is completely unfounded and there is no basis to support this rumor so and that was from law enforcement. Yeah. To me, it's like, are you guys just trying not to, like... And I think there I is um, something, maybe maybe an unwritten policy or an unknown policy, that they're always going to try to downplay the potential, the possibility of there being a serial killer because when you say serial killer, now you have panic. 
But you have... And false leads. And... Who everybody thinks that, like, did these things. Like, I feel like the panic wouldn't be there as much because they would feel like they have him behind bars. Mm -hmm. At this point, I feel like they don't want to release or charge him with any murder charges or anything like that because they don't want the attention i feel i feel like they're trying to wait till last second if they don't have enough evidence then they could lose it all yeah right he could he could walk free if they charge him prematurely if they don't have Mm -hmm. the evidence most media truly does like get like shined upon when it's like oh a murder or you know like those those girls that were kidnapped by castile castile oh ariel castro they all got their own books yeah they were all on dr phil yeah it blasted out so maybe they're amanda just... berry and uh, um, girl de jesus and michelle knight michelle knight yeah i have all the books yeah here um but yeah i don't know i don't know what's going on whatever in response to members of the community pointing out parallels between the two stories a kcpd spokesperson said in an email that the kansas city police department bases its investigation on reports made to the police department and they said there have been no reports made to our department of missing persons more specifically women missing from prospect avenue in kansas city missouri that's very specific Mm -hmm. Um, In order to begin a missing persons investigation, someone would need to file a report with our department identifying the missing party. That's that's what we've been kind of talking about. Like, that's what they're saying. They're like, well, report them so that we can look into it. Yeah. Excelsior Springs Police said in a more recent news release that detectives have checked the law enforcement agencies in the Kansas City um, area, and they've found no current missing persons reports that correspond with the evidence in this investigation. So perhaps that means that they're doing their due diligence. Like, I don't know. If they checked. It sounds a little bit suspicious to me that they don't have any missing people in Kansas City. Right? There's missing people everywhere. I call bullshit on that one. barking. Like, who exactly, what criteria are they looking for to match that evidence, Mm quote-unquote evidence, right? There are missing people in Kansas City. And you're telling me this was the only girl missing from Kansas City? Or what I would like to know is, was she reported missing? in right. Kansas City or who's handling the missing reports and who's deciding what evidence like what what criteria are you measuring it up to yeah what because this person is white and maybe blonde or isn't a drug addict or not mm-hmm. a sex worker you know what I mean like where's that's, the bigotry yeah. something is happening yeah. there for sure and that's what like like people are worried about in the community they're saying if this was young adult white women going missing like They'd sound the alarms and they'd have the FBI and yeah, but right now it's they're feeling like there's nothing going on. So yeah, no, they're they're ticked off about how police and news are handling this. They claim this man is a serial killer. Like they're like this is a serial killer. They're saying the news you're they're lying. This is a serial killer and they should be calling him that. Um, that is the public in the news versus the news. Oh, the public, public is saying it to. The news stations. stations. They're like, stop calling him a kidnapper. He's a serial killer. Right, right. Um, And again, media was probably instructed by law enforcement to not use that because it incites panic and false leads. And attention. 
And attention, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Uh, they even go as far as claiming that police and or news are involved further somehow. So again, that's where it comes in where some people think that maybe mm. there's a cop or something involved or mm. actually one person went as far as, and I'm not saying I agree with this. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is what like I've been reading. Like one person was going off and they literally thought that the specific news station was involved or something like i was like oh well i don't know about that but maybe i mean especially like with the law enforcement i feel like and you've said it before too somebody does something and if enough other people know about it it's not going to stay quiet for long especially when you're looking at police officers Mm -hmm. where are we going to say that the entire police force in kansas city is corrupt to the point where they wouldn't um they wouldn't out their brother who happens to be a serial killer, do you know what I'm saying? I yeah. just I don't I don't buy that. I don't. So what don't we know? Right? Hmm. About this. The biggest missing piece is what authorities found inside that house. We don't know. Um I feel like that would kind of point towards if there were other victims even. Like how much clothes did they find? Was- I wonder if we can pull up this um the search warrant up affidavit like not what they found, but what they went in looking for. Mm, they went in. I did. I do oh. have that. It was the stuff that I listed before. They were looking oh. for uh, weapons. They were looking for whips. They were looking for um, sexual like stuff. Uh, were they looking bondage. for clothes belonging to other women or anything like that? No. Oh. Which, again, maybe you should be looking for that. Evidence of other crimes other than what he's been... told you guys Mm -hmm. that. And not just that. When you find an offender that's clearly violent and uh, sexually motivated like that, Mm -hmm. you should be wondering if there's... And he has a basement set up like that. And this is just the first woman ever that he's ever taken. Like, he's that ballsy of a person and she's just the first... This is the first person... He's he's so fucking he thinks he's entitled to just like nab somebody off the street and this is the first time he's ever tried it. Like mm-hmm. I don't buy it. No. <sighs> okay. Certainly not. So again, talking about like what we don't know, were there other victims? The woman told neighbors about others. She told the police. Like it's weird. The victim said Hanslet picked her up off Prospect Avenue in September. She would have been missing for several weeks if that were the case. Was a missing person report ever filed related to her disappearance? Police haven't said. That is the weirdest part to me. And they say that there are no other missing persons reports that would correspond with evidence in this case. And to me, that says, okay, if she never had a missing persons report, how could you possibly go off of missing persons reports? Now it's time to dig in, get a little dirty. Like, like you were able to figure out this one witness. How were they able to figure out her name or whatever? Keep looking, keep asking questions, ask that woman who got away everything she knows about this other woman. But you know what? Again, it makes me think about freaking Ariel. Fucking Yeah. He kept two of them together so they knew each other a little bit more. Yeah. And then he kept one separated a little bit more. <sighs> so maybe that's the case. Maybe that's why they haven't been able to identify another person. Ugh. And you know what? He kind of looks like him. Look really? Like, like, like not, I think Ariel was maybe Mexican. Yeah, he was really short. This is the white version. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
of him. I see it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Though, didn't Ariel, like, hang himself? Uh, yeah, he killed himself in prison. You bet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, fair. So, now, Timothy's charges have been replaced with the new nine-count indictment, which were handed down by a Clay County grand jury. So, one count of first-degree rape, four counts of first-degree sodomy, one count of first-degree kidnapping, two counts of second-degree assault, and one count of first-degree endangering the welfare of a child, his son. And that, I apparently there was, like, guns or something like that left okay. out. So that would... Make sense. Yeah. Um, something else that I read that I found was pretty insane was that Timothy had a public defender appointed in the case and a Clay County judge declined to reduce his $500,000 bond for the original three charges. So I thought it was a million and that's $500,000. And they were trying to reduce even from that. Like, are you crazy? Wow. Um, Timothy tried to downplay the initial charges against him as serious, but nothing more than allegations in a Jackson County custody battle with his ex-wife regarding the couple's child, meaning he was trying to still keep his child, even though he was being charged with such horrible things. Wow. Like he was returning from dropping off the son at the heart of the custody battle at school when the woman escaped from the house. Yeah, that's not, um, I probably thought the having the kid and those responsibilities would be a really good cover for what he wanted to do and ended up doing. I wonder if he will kill himself just like Castle. A lot of them do, you know, well, a lot of them try. Get this. Police were called to his house three times in the year before his October 2022 arrest. Twice for welfare checks initiated by family or his employer, even, and once for an animal control violation. The animal control violation that he ended up getting arrested for so that they could question him. Wow. And obviously search his home and everything like Mm -hmm. that. So perhaps he has suicidal thoughts. Welfare checks from family twice in a year? Yeah. Most people don't even consider that once in a lifetime. You know what I mean? It's a little weird. Fair enough. But he'd be in protective custody or suicide watch. Unless they don't care. Potentially. How but did how did uh how did Ariel do it? You know? There's ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean I didn't I didn't look and I just heard that he died and I was like He hung himself if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was I was very into that one. And I mean, I was into the case, but I wasn't into what happened to him. I couldn't give two shits after he had pled guilty or whatever. I was like, he has family and stuff. And that's what always brings me into it. Yeah. It's like, oh, how's your how's your kids reacting to this? How are the people around you reacting to it? Are they holding you accountable? Mm -hmm. Did they write you a letter to tell you to kill yourself? (laughs) I'd consider it. So like, it's just curiosity killed the cat, I guess. Um, His son is eight years old, by the way. Traumatized. Young young little boy. Hopefully he never seen any of it. Hopefully this guy was a fucking magician. Hopefully, but they all grow up to find out, right? Dude, the next story that I'm doing literally is like that. And, like, I was considering doing it as my, like, comeback story because it's just so crazy to me. Wow. Um, And I can't believe you haven't heard of Lily Peters. 
who not was murdered by her child cousin. No, that I mean I'm not I'm not remembering. And raped. Horrible. Fourteen year old boy? Yeah. Eight year old girl, something like this? Ten. It's possible, but I don't know. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. But that'll be next time. Well, your story then next time. <laughs> um so yeah. That's pretty much all the information on this so far. Again, it's weird, the witness, everything like that. But what I really want to know is if any of our listeners have heard anything else about this case. If they live near that area, what are their takes on it? Maybe like maybe somebody who doesn't live in that neighborhood who has a different like opinion or perspective because they know how it works a little bit more there. Um, or even somebody who doesn't live in the area, just any other opinions are always welcome. You know, layers are going to be exposed to this one. And I just want more coverage for these communities. Yeah. Like where are the groups investigating this stuff? Like we had the Delphi groups, but there was multiple everywhere. I looked on Facebook trying to find like, you know, justice Something. for this yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. There's nothing. Really? Yeah. So, honestly, the reason why I did this one is just because we need to make some noise and uh, get some of these cases taken seriously. Light fire under some people's asses. Perhaps we should start the group, you know, and just start inviting people from Missouri into it so that they're pushing on enforcement. That's what got Delphi to where it was. It's not often that years and years later that you that they actually solve a case. Yeah. It was the fire under their asses. That that thing, like the tip from when he talked to them yeah. two weeks after, they never probably would have cared to go back and look at that if That's it right. wasn't for the fact that we were constantly pushing. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're at a dead end. We have to comb through everything we have or else these people are going to... Lynch us. Lynch us. Yeah. Execute us. Like We were like... How have you not found him yet? Like, this yeah. is fucking insane. Yeah. And we were right. Yeah. They should have found him sooner. Well, immediately. <laughs> immediately. Recently. Yeah. Because how often do you see a video, sound clips, fucking clothing, evidence, everything, yeah. and they can't find the person in a small town? After he literally, literally tipped himself in. Like, what yeah. are you doing? And, I mean, it's important to hold police to the fire with stuff like this. And it's important to get um, coverage. It's important to get FaceTime. Mm -hmm. Um, I have absolutely no problem throwing it out to some of um, the people that I know who are YouTube creators. Maybe get a little bit of a spotlight on this in that direction. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we can... Let's see how much noise we can make here. Agreed. You can join our Facebook page for related content, and I'll make sure to post anything related to this on there. Mm -hmm. Um, Follow us on TikTok and Instagram as well. Um, Instagram has just started up, so uh, we will be posting content on that platform. Do we need an Instagram? Um, Well, you know, (laughs) your spouse and I discussed me doing an Instagram, and... I don't know anything about Instagram. I have an Instagram that I never use. Um, well, I guess you could post like a photo related to the story and then mm-hmm. a recap of the story <clears throat> link. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I honestly can't wait to um, get back into editing and 
the swing of things. And seeing where this new direction takes us. I really think that uh, Podbean, which is who uh, we're using now, is going to take us to some some new heights. Because even over the last 24 hours, the uh, the increase to me is pretty outstanding. Wow. That's really great. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. If you don't mind giving us a five-star rating, it'll help our show grow. Check out our TikTok where you can find interesting photos and content on some of the released episodes. You can also find us on Facebook and YouTube at True Crime Story Podcast where the discussion can continue. If you wish to contact us, you may do so via email, truecrimestorypod at gmail.com or through Facebook Messenger. Also, if you haven't already heard, we would like to start doing bonus content for our Patreon. We will release short versions on Fridays where we will choose one story to react to or play, and the full versions with multiple stories will be available through our Patreon, which will be $5 a month and also supports what we do here. You can also go to buymeacoffee.com where you can donate to the podcast. If you don't wish to join a monthly subscription, whatever you decide to do, we are always grateful and always so appreciative of all your support. And thank you so much for listening. I'm Bree. And I'm Char. And we'll see you on the next chapter. Bye. Bye.